With a decade in the network marketing profession, Stacy Hall and Nicole Dobere have created a lot of success, both in their online business and in helping thousands of others do the same. Stacy and Nicole bring a wealth of knowledge from having coached countless six and seven figure earners. Scaling your online business has never been this fun. So grab a drink, a notepad and pen and get ready to change your life. Just be careful. All right. Okay. Um, should you be an authority? That's what we're going to talk about today. There's so much chitter chatter, chitter chatter, chitter chatter. Um, and there, there's still, I think, I don't know if you would agree with this, Nicole, but let's, let's chat it out. We haven't actually talked about this ahead of time, so we'll see where we land on this, but I feel like there's still two camps in network marketing. There's still the camp of, it's all about duplication. And so everything is lowest common denominator. Um, and it's all about running the numbers. And then you have the other camp that's like duplication's cool, but life is easier if you, if you build influence and have people reaching out to you. And then there's you and I who are like, there's actually a middle ground that's really awesome. And I don't know why more people don't train on it. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's exactly what it is. I feel like people it's uh, here. I'm going to give a comparison that may not actually work. Let's see if it lands, but it's like people get into network marketing and immediately think I have to get to a hundred thousand to actually be successful in network marketing. And so there's no middle ground. It's like, I'm making 500, but I should be making 10,000. And now I suck because I'm not. And there's no gratitude there. It's like, you're not seeing the truth of what this is made for. And that's where I see the difference. That middle ground, nobody talks about it. And that's, I think that's where people start to break through so many things that they didn't even, they weren't even aware that were, that was actually holding them back. Do you agree with that? And did that, did that land right? Or was that like a really bad analogy? No, uh, uh it landed and I think it's accurate. And I think it's, we do ourselves a disservice because not you and I personally, but within the profession, because too many people are always calling out the exceptions instead of the rule. If we're always pointing to the best case scenario or those big success stories, then we create a culture where that's considered what one should be striving for. And if you want that, fantastic. But there are a lot of people who come into this profession literally to bridge the gap between the bills and the end of the month. And they're downplayed. And it's not right because this profession was actually built to provide that wiggle room. It wasn't built to replace a full-time working income. We do it, certainly, and plenty of people are making way more than a full-time income. So it's powerful. And you have a lot of options, but that, that wasn't actually the intention. So we shouldn't be downplaying the vast majority of the cases and what people create, because that is what is the norm, not the people who are making six figures. That isn't the norm. Can you do it? Of course. And you know what's the, the best part about it is there's no limit. 
It's not like, okay, we have 15 people who can make a six-figure income and then we got to cut you off, which is what it would be like if you were in a, a business because there's only so much money to go around in a traditional business. They can't have everyone making six-figure incomes. They wouldn't be sustainable, right? But in network marketing, there is no limit. So it's you can if you want to. And so Nicole and I have been talking a lot lately about those higher level conversations. And this came about because we train people in the Millionaire Roundtable, we train Inner Circle, we train people who are in a lot of cases already making six and seven figures. And, you know, I often will say to those leaders, we are going to have a higher level conversation in here because you can. You're at a point in your business where, where you can have that conversation and you should be having those conversations with the leaders on your team. And there is a culture of really um, sort of honoring or putting up on a pedestal the notion of duplication. Because duplication in this profession is very important. If you can't duplicate what you do, then you're not going to be able to build an organization. And building an organization is what ultimately creates the higher levels of success. But then I started to think to myself, well, if duplication is key, what about all those people who really aren't interested in making more than three, four, five hundred dollars a month, which is, I would say, 80 percent of people come into this business. We're, we're almost like proselytizing this methodology that doesn't really apply to them. If, if you if you're following where I'm coming from. So duplication is key. If you want to build a big organization, you have to learn how to duplicate your efforts in a way that's a higher level conversation. So what I'm saying is, the long way around, if you want to build a big organization and create a lot of duplication, I believe you should create authority. You should be an authority on something. Does that mean you have to be an expert? No, it's not the same thing. An expert is somebody who's put in a certain amount of hours, they say 10,000, whatever, who has credentials, who has letters beside their name, who has some kind of accreditation to show that they have a degree of knowledge on a topic that's far greater than the average, right? They're an expert or far greater than most people, I would say. An authority is somebody who may not have 10,000 hours. They may not have letters behind their name. They may not have any accreditation, but they've built a large amount of knowledge through exploration, learning, and application. That's an authority. Lessons learned, things they can share that are of value to their audience based on their own experience. And I believe every single person who wants to create a big organization can and should work towards that. Why? Because it makes it more fun and a lot simpler. <laughs> How about that, Nicole? Yeah, <clears throat> it does make it simpler. And, and so, you know, we can break that down for you. And I, it doesn't take a lot. It can be very, very simple to understand this method. So and in, in know that if they expect you to have all of the things lined up to, to take care of them, then it's not duplicatable. 
I hope that makes sense. And I'll break that down for you because basically if you're a real estate agent, if you're a chiropractor, people are going to come to you because they know that you have all the stuff that they need. Like if I go to a chiropractor, you know, I, with all, um, I guess just with all confidence, know that I'm going to get adjusted and maybe whatever uh, discomfort that I have, or, or maybe um, I'm not sleeping well, all that stuff is going to start getting better because that chiropractor knows how to take care of that issue. If I'm going to a real estate agent because I want to buy a house, I absolutely have the confidence that that person is going to show me all the demographics, the, the best schools. They're going to show me where everything's at. They're going to give me the very best underwriter that, that could help me close properly and save me money. They're going to take care of me. And so I expect them to know all the things. So I don't have to do anything. There's the difference. There's the difference. Because if you become an expert in something, let's just say you're a nutritionist, okay? Or let's say you're a hairstylist and you sell sell hair products. Well, what's going to happen if you bring all of these people in and they just expect you to do everything for them because, well, I, you're the hairstylist and you know all about this and you can recommend all the products to my customers. So here are my customers, but if you'll go and just tell them all the best things that they need to get, that'd really help my business. So thank you. And you're like, oh, what? Oh, okay, I'll do it. Uh, right? I want to help my team win. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Because if you can't point to resources and help somebody learn to do what you're doing, then that's not duplicatable. Therefore, you can't be an expert. An authority is different. And an authority is going to help build trust. An authority is going to help build something even more important or as important, and that is respect. Because people should feel secure and safe with you while you're trying to give them the very best. But what's the difference? If I tell you that I can help you earn money because I know exactly how to strategically break down a plan, and if you put this to work and you do everything that I tell you to do, that eventually, not overnight, eventually you're going to be able to earn income. And I am going to tell everybody that I can do that. I'm an expert on that, right? No, I am an authority on that because I've done it before and I can teach you to do the same. And that has to take a little bit of pressure off of you, right? Because if I can teach you to do the same, that means that I can teach you how to point to tools just like me. And that's how you start building a very, very solid team. That's what you want. You want to be able to talk about the things that you know. What are you good at? What do you enjoy in network marketing? So this is where it starts. We're going to break that down because you have to be asking yourself those questions in order to know what you're an authority on. What are you good at? Are you, a, are you good at explaining to someone, let's just say you're in health and, and, and wellness, um, asking the right questions? Are you good at asking the right questions to get the right answers, to get the right products in the hand of the person that is trusting you? That You're an authority on that. That means you're really, really good at asking questions that people need to answer to make them actually, it's, it's thought-provoking. It's like, wow, well, never really thought about that. What's really worked for me in the past? Uh, well, I did this in my 20s, and then when I got my 30s, I, I started doing this because it, I, I, you know, my metabolism stopped. And like You start making them think outside of the box. Are you good at that? Talk about it. Talk about it with all confidence. Talk about how you are good at helping customers get the results that they deserve because you ask them the right questions 
so you can give them the right products and help them properly because that's important to you. That's where it starts. When you become an authority on something and you have confidence, that confidence is posture. It goes from trust now to respect. People follow people they respect. Stacy. Yeah, I mean, the perfect example, like, let's look at Nicole, or even Linda, who's in this room, too. Like, Nicole, you have a lot of kids. Linda has a million children, a million grandchildren, a a great grandbaby. So um, what if Linda, for example, were to decide, I'm just going to share mothering tips. I'm going to share tips on how to take care of children and babies and, and lessons I've learned and how to handle difficult situations. Or what if a child refuses to go to sleep at night or how to get the child potty trained, whatever. Somebody who's raised a lot of children and grandchildren might have some, some tricks up their sleeve that other new parents haven't even thought of. She's not an expert. She's not like, a doula or a midwife or a nurse or uh, any kind of child psychologist or pediatrician. She's not an expert, but dang, she is an authority. You see the difference? So the reason why being an authority is duplicatable is because everyone has something that's their thing. Everyone has more than one something. It just becomes a choice. What do I want to talk about? But when you have a lot of, you know, experience in an area and you start sharing about that stuff, all you're doing is uh, sharing with an audience who knows one less thing than you do. They're not coming to you to have you solve a problem as an expert. They're, they're getting tips, tricks, advice, like Nicole said, things that get them thinking about things they wouldn't have thought of before without watching your video or seeing your post. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. That's being an authority because it does engender that trust and that respect. And without trust, by the way, people won't buy from you and they won't join you. So again, let me just reiterate, if you're a leader with a team, I'm not suggesting you go to the person who just joined, who only wants to make $500 a month because that's, you know, that's what's going to make a difference for them in their life right now and say to them, well, you have to be an authority on something. It's a slightly higher level conversation, but if you're in this room, (laughs) you should be having the higher level conversation or you wouldn't be here because somebody who just wants to make a little extra, typically they don't spend a huge amount of time and energy trying to really hammer in those skill sets and up level because they're not in it for that. If you're in it for that, you need to be thinking about this and you need to start to recognize the people on your team who need to have that higher level conversation. They're pretty obvious because they're showing up. They're chatting in the chats. They're seeing the posts. They're acknowledging things. They're reaching out to you and asking questions. Those are the people ready for the higher level conversation. The wonderful thing about teaching this is that if somebody grabs it and runs with it, the odds of them getting much better results in their business are pretty great. So that's really going to help them get better results, which helps you 
get better results because you're building leaders who can, you know, help you row the boat. So yes, duplication matters. It's very, very important. But remember the, the cardinal, the cardinal rule of duplication. How you get your leads does not need to be duplicatable. What you do with them does. So as long as you have the systems in place, once you get the lead to plug them in and, and sort of usher them through your success system step-by-step, step, you're good for duplication. How you find those people, how they find you, that doesn't need to be duplicatable. Everyone's different. And by the way, your work ethic doesn't have to be duplicatable either. Because I've heard some people say things like, well, you know, I wouldn't, if I were you, I wouldn't do videos every day because your team's not going to do that. Nonsense. If you want to do videos three times a day, go for it. That's your work ethic. They don't need to duplicate your work ethic. They need to duplicate the activity. Can they do a video? Yes, anyone can do a video, so then it's duplicatable. How many they do is up to them. I hope, I hope that really makes sense because I don't want you to hold yourself back because you're, you know, you're constantly looking at duplication and letting it stop you. You definitely want the system to plug people in so you can guide them step-by-step step through the success system from the beginning of the conversation to the conversion, to getting started, to getting results. All of that needs to be systematized or you will absolutely burn out. But the, the, the front end, the front facing stuff, that in and of itself doesn't need to duplicate. It's the activity. So be an authority on something. Make your life a little bit more fun and a little simpler. Because what will happen is, as you're doing the income-producing activities of reaching out to people, which you should still be doing, of finding people to add to your network every day, which you should be doing, but as you're doing that, you are building influence on the back end. And as your influence grows, at some point you will hit a tipping point where more people are reaching out to you than you need to reach out to because your funnel's full of people who are reaching out to you. That is a really beautiful place to be. Wouldn't you agree? And everyone's capable of creating that. The key is to not stop the income producing activities before you've built the influence because then you just won't get any leads, which is, you know, obviously doesn't make sense. But I feel like there's not enough of a focus on really having that higher level conversation because people are capable of it. Why, why don't we let them have an easier time of it? <laughs> it's more fun. And if you look at all the leaders that you follow that are training you, do you think they're spending all of their day reaching out to people? No. Sure, they are reaching out to people. They don't stop if they're smart, right? Because they're always looking for those people that they really resonate with. But they're getting a ton of people reaching out to them because they've built that influence. And I know some people think, well, it's because they teach marketing and they teach business and they teach, you know, how to be successful in your in your company. 
That's not why. It's because they have posture and authority on a specific topic that's of interest to their audience. We think it's because they teach marketing because that's what we're focused on. But in reality, you could be teaching gardening, you could be teaching parenting, you could be teaching homeschooling, scuba diving, braille. It does, it, like, it could be anything. Scrapbooking, budgeting, decluttering, I could go on and on and on and on because it's not about the subject matter. It's about the posture, the authority, and the value that you're bringing to an audience who wants what you have. And those people, whatever it is, whatever it is, they also are, are multifaceted just like you and have interest in other things just like you. So you will sell the holy heck out of whatever it is you're promoting on the back end and they will join your business. You don't have to talk about things that are related to your products. You don't have to talk about things related to your business in order to build it. I hope that that should be liberating. That should be very, very liberating. Nicole? Oh, it's so true. It's just so true because people are going to come back to you because you make them happy, but you give them knowledge, you give them tips, you, you make them feel intelligent. And when you can upgrade your questions and start talking to that intelligent audience, what are you going to do? You're going to attract quality leads. You're going to attack, attract people just like you. And that's, what's so important about it. I was watching, I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was on Instagram and I was scrolling on videos, looking for something. I'm never there except to with an intention of finding something that I need. And I was doing that last week and I happened to come across a Shalene Johnson video uh, on Instagram. And she is so funny because she talks about a, a lot of things. If you guys follow her, I mean, she's just like talking about it all. And this particular video was her showing how she runs her knuckles up her jawline and down her throat to, um, I saw that. <laughs> did you see it? Did you, did yeah. you see it? Okay. To stimulate, you know, her glands and to also tighten the skin to make her, her chin look more prominent to make it look like her, her skin's tighter. Right. Okay. Hilarious. Right. Do you think I did it? I did. You want to know why? I've been doing it now every day. I've done it six days in a row. Why? Because I do know that it is a healthy thing to do that for your glands every morning to, to just release toxins. It's very, very good. And then when she said, look, I actually think I see the difference. I'm sitting there looking at her face going, do I see a difference? I don't know, but I believe her. Why do I believe her? because she has made herself an authority on so many things and her confidence and posture is like through the roof. So if she's going to take the time to make a video and share it with me, it's because she believes in something. I believe she believes in it because she believes in all the other things she talks about. Her confidence is incredible. So she's gonna share something and I'm gonna believe her. Is she an expert on that? No, not at all. But she had a great tip that she knew women would like. She knows her audience. <laughs> she knows her audience. And so when you can do that, you're going to, I'm telling you, you're going to upgrade the quality of people that want to know you. Because if you don't want to talk about your, your products and business every day, that's perfectly fine. I would always be a product of the product if you want to have good customer acquisition. But when it really boils down to this, it really means that if you 
have that trust factor, that posture, and that respect factor with people, they're just automatically going to want to know what you like, what you do, and what you have found to help you solve whatever problem it is that you want to talk about. Because they're going to trust you and they like you. And if you do it, they want to do it too. They really want to be like you because you make them feel good. And I hope that takes pressure off of you because if you are doing what Stacy said and you're adding five to 10 new people to your network every day and don't think you can't, you can, it's, it's really not that hard. It is a simple process of finding the people and no, your process does not have to be duplicatable. It's whatever works for you. And here's another thing, take another pr uh, pressure point off of you. And that is whether you like showing up and doing the videos all day, like I do, I make videos, Stacy does too, but there are some people on our team, they don't want to do videos. They like posts, they like stories, and that's super cool. Here's the beauty of that. It's not about what we're doing to promote our business. It's that we are promoting our business. If you're showing up from the front doing something, they're always going to be motivated and influenced to do the same. And if you're always being super inspirational to make them be the person that they need to be to attract the people just like them. They're going to know who they are. They're going to start building the confidence that they don't necessarily have to do that. You can take the pressure off of them too. I love network marketing because of this. If I were an expert as a chiropractor or real estate agent, like I was saying earlier, while I love it, I was in real estate for eight years. There are things that I would have to do tasks that I would have to do every single day that I can't avoid. I don't really get to mix it up. And network marketing, you get to be your own person and attract the people you want. You get to pick the people that are sitting in the cubicles next to you. And I feel like that is super powerful. I shudder when I hear the word cubicle. I have the perfect example, by the way, to what you just shared about Shaleen. So I have a separate Instagram account that is solely for my exercise because there are a group of us who all do the same kind of thing, the same exercise, and we, we post and it helps the community. We all, it just helps build community. And there was this one pair of leggings that I was wearing that people seem to really like. I have no correlation or connection to the company that sells these leggings. They just liked them from watching my video. I had so many messages from people. Where did you get those leggings? Where did you get those leggings? I love those leggings. Four people within the span of about 72 hours wrote me, like messaged me back to say they purchased them because they liked the way they looked on me in my post. Can you believe, I, I was like, dang, I should be an affiliate. <laughs> That's the power of it though, because I, because I show up and I am constantly standing behind what I believe in. And so I'm going to attract people who believe in those same things. And because they know I take it seriously, I don't take myself seriously, but I take my practice seriously. They know that if I'm going to wear them and use them and exercise in them, they must be good. They make that determination because they trust me. You see, it, it just, it makes such a difference. It's so powerful. So thank you for bringing up that Chalene example, because I think that really makes it kind of gel for people. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just there's so many people. Stacy and I were having a conversation. We'll end it with this because we could just talk your face off all day. We could because we love what we do and we love talking about it. But we were having an earlier conversation today about um, Amy Porterfield because she is a, a smart cookie. She's very, very good. If you haven't heard her podcasts, check them out. But she's very good about teaching good marketing skills. And she breaks it down really well. I love her. I do. And we were just talking about it. And it's funny because you're going to find there are people on your team. Find those people. Surround yourself with the people that like that kind of conversation. That also starts to build ideas and help you think outside of the box. Like Stacey and I are constantly bouncing things off of each other because it's what we think about 24 seven. I mean, we like dream about it. <laughs> Why? Cause we like what we do. We really are very, very passionate about coaching people to start earning their desired income level. So what do we do? We get super serious about what's working and what's not working. We're constantly bringing things to the drawing board, constantly talking about people that are doing it right out there, constantly talking about good mentors and coaches, constantly talking about how to upgrade our own business, constantly looking at what we can do to make a bigger impact because we believe in this. So when we talk about people that are making it work, we start learning more. We start upgrading our questions. We start thinking outside of the box and you can too. So while you're doing this, either with your downline, sideline, side upline, whoever you feel confident with, talk to other people that like this language. They want to talk about it. This is gonna help you find new ideas. It's gonna help you have that support system that you need, because sometimes you don't have a, a spouse or a friend or even a, you know, a child, it doesn't matter, at your home or around you all the time if you're at work from nine to five, that get it. And it's really, really powerful to set your posture and your energy around talking about these things with people. So you can listen to us, but take it to someone else, bounce it off of someone. Because when you bounce it, when it comes back, it tends to come back 10 times bigger. It does because collaboration is amazing. Accountability is incredible. So I wanted to throw that in there. Don't just keep this to yourself. Talk about it. And here's a really cool thing. And here's your, I'm going to give them an assignment, Stacey. Go into your stories today or write a post on something that you're learning to become better at. I really enjoy this and I really want to become better at this. So I'm getting books. I'm listening to podcasts. I decided to sign up for a class, whatever it is, because when you let people know that you're upgrading your own skills, that's also going to um, really give them a better perspective of the person that they're watching and, and who they want to become too. And you're giving them permission and they're going to trust you more and, 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 and they're going to respect you more. Don't keep that stuff to yourself. Even if you just want to go in your stories and say, I'm surrounded by incredible people that I can bounce ideas off of every day that make me better. I am so blessed. That's even there. That's that right there is a message to, to tell other people, give them permission to do the same. They may be sitting behind that cubicle. Stacy doesn't like that four letter word and they're miserable. They are miserable and they hate what they do. And a lot of that could change. I don't want to pull somebody away from their nine to five. That's not my goal. I don't want to say, hey, I'm going to help you quit that nine to five. They may like their nine to five. They may really need that nine to five. But what I want them to do is enjoy their nine to five. Enjoy life. 
find something that gives them permission to become better and surround themselves by the people that's going to help them do that because their eyes will never open to leaving that nine to five that that's something they want to do until they can enjoy it and be grateful for it because it's very hard to muster up the energy to start building that business on the side if you can't even take care of the one you have it all is connected be that person for them i promise you they will hold on to you very tightly this has been great stacy great room today yes i love it and uh, just as an aside if you're not in our facebook group the online leaders club go to one of our profiles click our bio link it's in there the access is in there you can request access because we share trainings in there and insights and leadership level conversations so we'd love to have you have yourselves a fantastic day and we will see you tomorrow bye for now